Hello and welcome back to Have You Warmed The Pot? Uh, so there's been some lovely sunny weather recently and it's for people who are involved in schools and colleges etc. It's been the end of term and I don't know it's one of those times of change isn't it? One of those times of crossing over and I don't know I was just sort of pondering that today really about looking back. Sometimes we're so busy just getting on with life and particularly we've had to do that this past uh, year or so haven't we we just had to crack on as best we can that we don't really get time to stop and look back and just question actually you know what's been going on and and actually to grieve those things we've lost to mourn some aspects of what's changed yes there's there are things to celebrate and it's good to focus on those from time to time but to be honest today I'm going to look the more wistful side of things, um, if I may. Yeah, so when I look back, it's funny because we're coming up to a time when I'm going to be moving house, going to be moving to a new vicarage over the summer, not moving far, not moving jobs, just moving house. And uh, I was looking at all the stuff I've accrued over the years. And uh, yeah, I was actually looking at my CD collection and my vinyl and my cassettes and my books. And it's almost like they're a record of me at different stages of life. And I've been looking at them. And I think this last year has made me see things a bit differently, I think. Because when I come to look at them now, I've been quite ruthless in what I've chucked out. I'm not distancing myself from how life used to be or from the periods of time when I bought these things or acquired these things. What I think the last year has shown me is that actually, truth be told, I'm never going to touch these things again, if I'm really honest. Look at a lot of my CDs and you think, well, it's this great wall of uh, plastic um, apropos of nothing. Because if I'm honest, even though I love hi-fi and like to actually listen to things in good quality, I seldom actually do. And I haven't. What has got me through this past year hasn't been sitting down and listening to high quality music, very well recorded, which used to be something really, really important to me. I, I was a record producer. Uh, working in classical music and getting things of really exceptional quality was my job and it mattered and it's what I enjoyed listening to. But actually, um, that's not where I am now. So actually, there's a whole bunch of CDs going off to the charity shop and I'm thinking, well, let's just not have this monument to my past listening there, really. And the same with books. I've looked at these books and there's some I've read a few times. There's some I know I'll return to. And there's some when I look at them, you think, well, actually, that's all fine, but actually, no, let's just pass that on. Let's let someone else enjoy it. There's a sense of letting go in doing this, and it is it is quite liberating in some ways. I do occasionally, yes, wonder if I will regret getting rid of quite so much. But I think travelling light isn't a bad thing. I think letting go of a bit isn't a bad thing. Because we're not ultimately defined by our possessions, are we? We do have things we enjoy. There are things we may return to when we're older. But yeah, there is something to be said for travelling that little bit lighter. So I wonder, have you learned to let go of something over this past year? Have you? Do you actually see some of your stuff in a different light? There might be some things that it's worked the other way around, that you see in a new light, that you thought you'd outgrown them or you thought you'd never have a use for them anymore and you've actually found that they've actually seen you through this past year or so but yeah so do tell me about that also you can find me on twitter as unshawn sheep or just email me revnjmorgan at gmail.com 
just drop me a line. Let me know if there's something that you see a different way around your house, in your life, that you've seen in a different way this past year. Hmm. My dog, I think, has actually had a really good year, on the other hand. He's just had a lot more people time. He's had a lot more company. He's had his family around him a lot more. So I think the dog's had a good year, a good lockdown year. Um, but I just, you know, from a, that simple dog perspective, um, he's got what he needs, hasn't he? He's fed, he's got company, he's got his pack around him. He's sorted. Simple needs. And I wonder if we do well to actually be a bit more dog, to be happy with just what's around us. I know that that's saying, I'm saying that from a position of privilege, that I, I don't lack things, I don't uh, lack basic comforts, and I know that I'm, I'm very blessed in that regard, but yeah, what is it we really need? What has seen us through? So yes, looking back on the past year then, what is it that we mourn? What do we grieve? What have we lost? And yes, we have lost that sort of sense of easy company with other people. I think that's the thing I've missed the most. That easy way, you know, mask-free, to be close to people, you know, to put a hand on a shoulder when it's needed. Um, those kind of simple gestures of, you know, support, a little physical tick, shaking hands with people as you meet. Um, those things we just didn't really think about that probably weren't, you know, they probably always were bad in terms of communication things like norovirus and flu and whatever. They probably were, but we didn't really think about it, did we? And we certainly didn't think about, you know, speaking face-to-face -face and uh, how that might be, you know, transmitting things, because you just don't think about it, do you? We, and I think we should, we mustn't let that stick to the degree that we see other people as a constant threat, because actually people do give us so much just by their presence. If you look at Jesus, he was always enjoying people's company. He was seeking people out. He was told off for enjoying his food and drink too much with people and sharing, breaking bread with sinners and all the rest of it. Um, it's not that he was always the life and soul of the party. You know, sometimes he'd be in groups and he'd, give, he'd bend their ear a bit. And quite often, of course, he'd take himself off on his own to pray, to be still, to commune with God the Father in the wilderness and so on, and you know, try and get away from the crowds as well. Yeah, I'm not thinking about him with the crowds. I'm just thinking about him, you know, with his friends. After the resurrection, you see, Jesus sought out his friends, those nearest and dearest to him. And many of his followers did see him. They encountered the risen Jesus after Easter Day. And I'm always struck by the, the, the one way he was made known to them was through food was through sharing, you know, that intimacy of a shared meal. So thinking about he was on the road, on the road to Emmaus, there were a couple of his followers and they were pottering back away from Jerusalem down to Emmaus, a bit disconsolate, thinking, oh, good grief, what's been going on? This man we were following is dead because they hadn't heard about Easter Day, of course. And uh, someone joins them on the journey and it's Jesus. And for some reason, they don't recognise him, probably not expecting to see him, what with him being dead. And uh, and certainly not to be walking about, having been crucified, of course. But anyway, they get talking with him and he explains all about what's been going on, about how Jesus was the Messiah and all the rest of it. And they still don't twig that it's him. 
Um, it's one of those kind of weird mystical miracle type of things. And but he they do recognize him as soon as they invite him in to share a meal, and he breaks bread, and they remember, because that's what Jesus said at the Last Supper. Every time you eat this bread and drink this wine, do it in remembrance of me. And they do. And then he was vanished from their sight and then they rush back. They stop their journey to Emmaus, hurtle back to Jerusalem to tell everyone all about it. And then there was another t um, occasion where Jesus is, uh, uh, he has a barbecue on the beach. Uh, he uh, he, he you know, gets some uh, bread and some fish and uh, the disciples recognise him in that encounter when he shares uh, food with them. So, yeah, I think what we have lost is that intimacy of human interaction that that's characterized by you know sharing a meal with people we're close to or people we're having a an intimate meal with around a table so yes i mean that's something to look forward to i think the getting together with friends again um that is something that i think i i i mourn even though i'm quite happy with my own company a lot of the time that's what i'm looking forward to as well so maybe you could drop me a line let me know what you've got a sense of loss about this past year or so or what you've seen in a new light this past year or so I'd be really interested to hear about that um, thank you for listening um, I hope you've enjoyed your cuppa with me and uh, off we go off into a new week but remember whatever you do warm the pot and enjoy the brew of life God bless God bless